That sounds good. All right, ready? Yeah. Um. So, have you ever heard of Pokemon, Grandpa? Yeah. What do you think is the significance of that? I don't know. I, I, I just just heard about it. It's a video game, right? Yeah. It, no, it's not a video game. It's like a cartoon. And, and a video game. They made it a video game. But but you got to like catch these little Pokemon creatures. And is it just maybe this idea of like, like what do you think is the idea of like this, these alternate worlds, like an alternate like, uh, um, you know, cartoon world, like the, the Bugs Bunny and, uh, or like Pokemon, but Pokemon, there might be some significance that they have to catch these, like these majestical creatures and they have to keep them in these, these balls. But does that maybe represent trying to catch the flow or something or? Never thought about that. Yeah, that, we we I, we'd I, we'd probably have to watch an episode. I never watched it. I know all my friends did, and they they did trading cards and stuff. What do you think? Is, why 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 is it people that like trading cards, Grandpa? Well, see, it, it's all it, 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 it's all finding some 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 way of uh, what what would I call it? Uh, it's a project. See, we're bored if we don't have a project. And the project is either just plain entertainment or killing time, or it could be creative and upgrading. So we all need some kind of project to, to occupy our attention. We're afraid of having nothing to which to pay attention. See, that's what it means, as we spoke briefly yesterday, about being present, being aware being fully aware without having anything to wish to pay your attention. Mm. But in like trading cards, you, you're paying attention to something, right? Yeah, it gives you something to pay attention to. Yeah, all these things give us something to pay attention to. We're all afraid. We're all afraid of unknowingness. You said it's an upgrading project, though, so it's it's not a bad thing. No, no, no I'm saying it's a project, and projects range from useless nonsense and crazy thinking all the way up to creative projects. So, so do you think trading cards? Like, what about basketball trading cards? Is that a creative project, or, or is that more just a? I mean, like with me, I was you know passionate about basketball, and you know maybe studying the training cards that could get me studying the players, and and you know and get me more into playing actual basketball. So that you know that was what I was doing. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. What about like uh, but Pokemon? You know, I I guess you know so these are upgrading projects. I guess any of these okay, like what do you think is just like a card game in general, like Monopoly or just like Uno or these card games that people play. Solitaire or whatever, or, or, or the ones that they play together. Do you know any names of any good card games? Remember, we played a couple before, but... Yeah, well, we used to play, back on the farm, the, it was a, called, a game called Euchre. 
and that's what people do when they get together instead of um, just empty meaningless chit chat we engage in meaningless card playing so way of organizing our way of being together it does, does it at least take your mind off your body and gets you engaged into an activity so you can lose yourself or what But it's usually just a way of killing time. What about like you know going gambling and playing uh twenty one? What what is that? What is that game called again? Twenty one. Blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. What what? Same, a, same thing. The only difference is when you go to Vegas, you go there not just to kill time, but in the illusion that you're going to make some money, you're going to make a killing of money. So that's to be superior. Or? Well, just it's ambition. How to be rich. Um, but the thing, but the thing about that though is, you, you maybe maybe you could use being rich to leverage your assets, so you could spend more time studying or something, right? Yeah, you could. What? But that's probably you not see, the. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, see, it's it, it's always uh, um, illegitimate to make any gross generalizations because it can have all kinds of different meaning for different people. Yeah. And for the same people at different times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the thing about, you know, it's an interesting idea that people can study like a character, but somebody can change so much. Like, okay, you study Einstein, but, you know, study Ryan Merkel. The Ryan Merkel in 2010 is like a thousand times different from the Ryan Merkel in 2013. is a thousand times different than the Ryan Merkel. And, you know, it's always changing so much. Yeah. But but is there the Ryan Merkel? Is there a steady identity thing or anything like that? I mean, obviously, there's probably some some continuity, you know, and, and I still have the same synesthesia. I still have some of the same gift. I still dribble the ball, you know, but 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 what 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 is this? It's continuity, but also change, and 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 how's this different from me versus someone else, or is there different? Any thoughts on that? Well, see, maybe there is no difference. Maybe we're all the same. We're just playing different tunes. We're just dancing different dances at different times. And we are not our dance. We are not our track record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's becoming clear to me that the idea of the story is, is a self-confirmatory thing. Yeah. What, what, what about like a poker and uh, and and uh, how that's that's like more skill oriented though. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, that could be more intellectual, right? And and you have to maybe card counting or just maybe reading people. That, that you can get in the zone with that, right? Or or. Yeah, 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 you could. Or, or you're developing, yeah. and it doesn't? It, it's obvious that, that the, the winners, these great poker challenges, the winners are very skilled. They're very practiced. They're very disciplined and focused. Very, they have to be very intelligent to win at that. You have to, you have to know how to fool people, right? Yeah, that, that's also a part of it, yeah. And, and what's the significance of that? Why, why is that so important? Well, it's just a strategy. But but I mean, people are so into the idea. It makes me think of acting. How people are kind of enamored by actors because they they can they can fool you into thinking it's real. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we all do. Yeah, I fool people into thinking that I'm Bob Markle. <laughs> yeah, and I was you know listening to this one guy talk about that. When you're a writer, you want to be able to. Oh, hold on. 
hold on one second, Grandpa. Uh, Grandma's calling me. I'm, I'm gonna end it and ex I'm gonna end the. Oh, hold on. Oh, I'm gonna decline it. Okay, yeah. But but uh, but you were saying that when you, if you're like a writer and you're trying to write like literature, you want to um make the people get into a, a dream, like a I forget the word that he used, like a, a, a literature dream, where when they're reading, they get so captivated, they think it's real and they get lost in it. And same thing with like a movie though, it's like a dream where you think it's all real and then you get completely entranced by it and, and you know, now you're jumping in your seat. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, well, that, that's, see, we're, we're, we're all in a dream and getting into another dream is a way of, of, um, of getting out of the, the dream that we think is real. So the dream that I'm Bob Merkel, um, um, gets boring, so then I get into another dream that is new and novel and exciting. And that's probably a step in the right direction because at least now you're acknowledging, wait, this one dream is not so real. But but you you, you, you could obviously probably say, no, wait, isn't reality more real than a dream? And isn't this reality more real than a than a movie dream that you might get lost in? Well, what re yeah, what do you, you know, what do you call reality? See, a person with with predator prey thinking is convinced that that's reality. Trump is convinced that allies and enemies fighting each other is reality. It's a reality with people who believe that they're they are the ego body who are within the dream projection world, virtual reality. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's very real. But I was thinking, though, actually, maybe when you're watching the movie, you're you're in more more of a real reality because it's getting tapping you into the archetypal reality. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. When you're in, when you're watching a, a good movie, a very very artistic movie, it's a it's 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 like a great work of art. It, it invites you into a um, a more transcendent dimension. See, for example, there's different scenes in uh, Shawshank Redemption or Dead Poets Society or uh, Fiddler on the Roof. So, you know, there are a lot of different segments in those movies that, that uh, invite you out of your quote, out of yourself. Yeah. And what is a self versus an ego, Grandpa? Same. But I would say it's different because I would say look at the self more as a first quadrant, sensation, perception, response, and awareness because a self yet doesn't yet belong. It's it's kind of very fundamental and rudimentary. It's it's your basic nature maybe, like your astrolog astrological personality, yourself. And then and then you, you become a group member is the next stage. Once you once you develop the self, you, you, you get involved in a group. And then you develop the ego once you start breaking out of the group and you start <coughs> creating more of an individualist and individual identity yeah that's very interesting i've never thought about that distinction yeah yeah it doesn't no um, yeah so i was thinking uh yeah so 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 like the movie it can be more archetypal even even like literature um but like a, so and, and then this is what what uh jung and freud talked about they said that that a a dream is actually a form of uh is a mythology. Dream is mythology. It's getting you into the archetypal world. And uh, that's where the mythologies come from, from this collective unconscious of the dream world. Uh, 
it, maybe maybe the writers like they're in the flow they're kind of in a dream world when they come up with these ideas of these mythologies maybe they did come from some sort of archetypal dream world yeah yeah very possible but but the idea is they, they equated that so you could say the same thing with the movie then the movie is also related to that yeah and movie, yeah. movies are art and that's thinking emotion doing dreaming that's the third quadrant art is the third quadrant form of uh, inquiry yeah but any other thoughts no So it's good stuff. Yeah. So 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 you move into the you, you take you're taking a step in the right direction when you when you're watching the movie and, and you're starting to you know get caught up in that reality. Um. But at the same time, you're still you're still caught up in a, in a virtual reality. But maybe you're getting closer to a higher truth reality. Yeah. But at least it's taking you out of your ego body reality, at least, and, and now you're getting involved in somebody else's, which might be a step in the right direction, or it could also get you caught up in it. And I'm thinking now of like you know soap operas, though, like a soap opera drama. That might might, might be even worse, because uh, it's it's so enmeshed in the dualistic interpersonal. Right. It's self confirmatory. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. No. So, so can, can you explain the difference between the ambition? What was the ones again? Ambition and what were the other ones? Uh, pride, ambition, and uh, vanity. Can you explain the difference between those real quick? Well, see, pride, um, you, you're pr primarily looking to the past. And, and uh, you, you want people to uh, admire your past achievements and who you've been and what you've done, etc. So that's pride to get people to admire your past achievements. Ambition is you're getting um, people to um, um, uh, celebrate and, and uh, compliment you on your achievements in the future. So that tends to be more future-oriented, whereas... Um, um, Vanity tends to be more uh, what appears to be the present orientation. Living in in what appears to be the present. It's a way of uh, being admired for who you are in this what appears to be the present. So it's all self-confirmatory. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. But, but it's even more than self-confirmatory because it's almost like self-aggrandizing. But is is isn't that better than being morose and? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be much more alive t to be uh, driven by um, pride. I mean, by uh, yeah, pr pr uh, pride, ambition, or 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 vanity. I was thinking, like, you know, just the idea of Facebook and MySpace. It's it's so locked into the ego body self. It's all interpersonal dualistic matrix. You know, I, I never used it until 2013. You know, and and I think it was that was a good thing. And I was never good at using it because I think that you know just just by my nature getting involved in that, maybe I'm already kind of in a transcendental state. That when I get locked into that state, I'm not as functional. Yeah. So I mean, at least now I'm just. Now I'm just instead of getting involved in the dualistic drama, which which I'm not used to, you know. Now now I'm just focusing on the. At least now I have a, actually I have I can step back and I can have some perspective on it because now I can see okay this guy's just in dualistic ego software. He's 
He's right versus wrong software and, and good versus bad guy software, and you can see that. It, it, it's good to have uh, some some uh, a, a way a, a way a, a way to explain it, a way to articulate yeah. what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. But is isn't that also words though? Don't you want to transcend words or what? Yeah, Naming? but Naming? yes. See, it's a way. Of, see, once you can put words to it, you can step outside it. They can also then capture capture you, because then you're stuck stuck with believing something, believing the explanation, yeah, the yeah. name that you definitely, definitely. I was thinking that I was I was starting to believe what you were saying before before you know when, when I forgot about the whole transpersonal idea and I started trying to believe what you were saying about dualistic and stuff because I didn't really understand what you're saying. Okay, now I understand. Okay, the ego body that. You know, I, yeah. I think you could have made it more clear, but I was trying to believe what you were saying, but now I actually can kind of see it. Yeah, that's it. That's the difference. You got it. Um, but but I, I, the funny thing was I knew that in 2010 and stuff. It's just somehow I forgot. But, but here, here's an interesting, interesting thing, though. So you, if you put, uh, you know, I was listening to this one guy saying that it's important to be able to put your emotions into words. Like for somebody, for a kid. It, you know, maybe he's having emotional problems. It's it's important for him to be able to to name his emotions. Any thoughts on that? Put, yeah, but well, see, that that's what we were just talking about. This way of stepping outside of it, that you're not a prisoner to it. You can you can step outside and look at it, rather than be driven unconsciously by it. Hmm. Step outside and look at it. And why is that important? Well, see, if you don't, you think that's who I am. I think I'm, a, I'm just angry. I'm an angry person. But when you begin to... Uh, or you're just completely uh, lost in it. Because if you can't articulate it, yeah. you're just completely lost in the feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you believe that's who you are. You are that I am that feeling. Yeah, Rather than saying, oh... I have those feelings. Rather than I am those feelings, I have those feelings. Or those feelings are happening. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's better. Those feelings are happening. You got it. But the thing is, though, what's fascinating is, yeah, they're happening, but they're happening in your consciousness. So it's not like they're happening. Yeah, they actually, I guess we all share the same feelings, but I mean, think about it. If I get angry because somebody says, okay, uh, Ryan, Ryan is a, uh, you know, Ryan's, shot sucks right now that's not true but okay ryan shot sucks right now i'm gonna get the sad feelings but the person over there is not gonna get the sad feelings so so i mean th there is kind of an individual aspect to that any thoughts on that? you know what i mean like yeah those feelings are happening but they are happening in in a in a limited consolidated uh boundary within within this consciousness Or this this sense the sense body maybe, although we you know the, even though that sense body is an illusion, somehow it is still happening within this contained space. Yeah. But what do you think about that? Any thoughts? Yeah. Well, are they your feelings, or are they just feelings, and you are entertaining them now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't have to if I don't identify in that manner. I can just wake up from the dream like the Buddha. Yeah. 
I could just, what do you do? You just evaporate? You just what? You just combust? Well, yeah, you're, you just free your attention from it. Well, with the Buddha, he had to he had to go through a lot of meditation and stuff to get to, to get to the point of awakening. When he got into the point of awakening, was he just in perpetual flow or what? Yeah, probably, undoubtedly. So this is interesting. I heard that women, um, from from this emotional intelligence thing, that women and again, we, we, women's a social construction. Man, woman, we don't want to get caught up in in these ego body identities, right? But they're saying that in statistically, women or girls tend to be better, have higher level vocabularies, and they're better able to articulate their emotions. And they think that that might be why sometimes girls or, or stuff are more mature and, and they're less. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's so much variation within each group, but it's statistically, a higher percentage because they can articulate, they have more vocabulary and stuff. What do you think about that? But, but again, how much of that is cultural? Is that because they're reading more? Because, you know, maybe the the, kid, the boys are, are taught to play sports more and the girls are taught to sit sit and be passive and read? Or any thoughts? I, su yeah, I suspect it, it had more to do with nurture rather than nature. And then, and then also, you know, I, I don't know if it's true. Is it men or is it women or men who, who tend to get more often schizophrenia? Because I was thinking it, it can go either. I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. I would guess maybe women because women tend to be more marginalized and mistreated. But at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but do you think that the idea of women getting marginalized and mistreated, do you think that that's, re that's kind of the motivation behind Eve eating the apple first? Because she's been marginalized because of the woman's nature of being less physical and by the virtue of humans... Uh, first function under dualistic ego consciousness that women tended to be the ones who were bull bullied and beat up more so they sought you know you know the 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 ego knowledge first before the man just just by virtue of of being weaker physically and and being mistreated and marginalized and that forces them to seek more do you think that that's what that's about or what I, I tend I tend to not think of that story in terms of in those kinds of terms. So I've never thought about that. Um, I just think of it in terms of, of dualistic thinking. I, I don't know exactly how, what to say about that. Can you explain how you see that story in dualistic thinking? Well. See, I, I think the story was written not thinking about making distinctions between man and woman, and woman doing this and man doing that. It's just that these are just, it's, it's the effect of dualistic thinking that um, one form, one expression of it is to be a leader and the other is to be a follower. So I, uh, that's all I, I see to be the meaning of that story. So, 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 so we put, we put words to emotions, but you could, so the idea is you don't want to name people. You don't want to name people like, okay, that guy's a schizophrenic or that guy's black or that guy's white. Cause that's limiting, but it's okay to name emotions, but even could that be limiting? Like, what do you think? Any thoughts here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's helpful cause it takes, helps take you out of yourself. You see, there's a difference. This is the idea of variability and, and nuance in existence. 
You know, not one form. Don't name ever anything. Sometimes it's, it's beneficial to name an emotion because that's helping you get out of yourself, right? Yeah. Um. And I was thinking that that's you know, but I think they're articulating that sometimes women on a higher percentage are better able to articulate their emotions, maybe because they're socialized more. You know, men are are expected to be doing more individual, objective things, whereas women are more doing the socializing stuff. So they're 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 doing more. Uh, uh, you know, hanging out with each other, uh, talking with each other, uh, what's the word for that? But anyways, so then they're able to articulate better because they're, they're involved in these social, using social skills more. And then I was saying then, then, then they're less likely to get probably like schizophrenia or, or get caught up fighting with people because they're able to name their emotions more and they're able to, to understand what's going on. They're able to articulate their surroundings. Okay, that guy right there, he's trying to top dog that guy. And this guy's, whereas somebody who doesn't have these verbal capacities is kind of lost more in the matrix. So is it is it helpful to have these verbal capacities to, to, to say what's going on and to be able to see and discern and, and speak about it and, and, and to think, put it into words? Okay, this guy's top dogging this guy. This guy right here is an ally enemy. He really believes he's an ego body. This person right here, that, that can really help you out, right? Or could that also become confining? Any thoughts on that? Well, it can help you. It can help you out because it tends to, to free you from being totally um, enslaved by it. But you can also then believe it, rather than and make judgments about it and hang hang on to that interpretation, rather than just uh, naming it for what it is and letting it be. So, so having those the the capacity, you know, the eloquence, does that help you to get in the flow? Or, or does that limit you in the flow? Like, okay, so you're able to name all this stuff. That's giving you more currency. It's giving you more uh, more skills of, of being able to um, describe what's going on. Now, now, are you able to engage more in a more flowing manner, a, a transcendent manner, because because you have all this extra awareness and 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 capability to see all the dimensions, or is it maybe limiting you? I mean. Probably it's it's helping you. It's building up to a synergy, right? That that you can, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's building up all of your verbalizing capacities. They're they're building up to a synergy where now you're able to engage within the situation in a, in a kind of transcendent manner where all of the the synergy of all of your ideas and stuff that that you've been accumulating is that the right word? Accumulating it and then they come together. And then you can have an insightful interaction and in a in a transformative interaction within within your surroundings. But it's it's built upon maybe by all the, the research you're doing and all of your you know being being able to to describe things and articulate things. And now when, when you're in this situation, like Jesus, when he when he wrote in the sand, he probably had the he probably engaged in a lot of activity before that to be able to come to that inspiration level, right? So that inspiration doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes from the synergy, right, of all of his previous thoughts and beliefs and and sensations and awareness and all of that came together and then it happened to be in that opportune auspicious moment that he can come to this transformative realization that he can give to some to, to other people but it, it didn't come out of nowhere it came from within right or what it came from within from all that is, is that right or what or did it come from outside oh uh, yeah or just come. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know how they answer that. Yeah, it? But it certainly, it certainly, it certainly benefits from all of that. Whether, whether it, it, or not, it comes from it. It benefits from having done that. You know, it, it, it's all preparation. Yeah, because you know, I'm thinking about like my preparation when I'm playing basketball, and you do all the preparation, and then you get to the game, and it just happened to be. That the, the coach, because you did all that extra time, a coach told you to do this jab step move. And then in the game, you do the jab step move and it gets the guy. And it, and, and then you and then you win the game. And it just, just because you put in all that extra work, was that the flow though? Or was that just all the extra work bringing synergy to this to this good move that was perfect in the opportune moment? But is that the flow? Is, is it all about just all that extra work building more and more synergy so then the new arrangement, auspicious accident can occur? Any thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like good, good, good questions. Like, like you know, like us talking right. Okay, so, so we're getting all this new language where we're understanding these new concepts. So then now, now I go to this meeting, and then you know, and you see these these like auspicious, like uh, just uh, synchronistic moments where okay, you're in the meeting, and then the woman asks you a question, and it just happens to be about what you were researching, and you have the brilliant. Answer. It's happened to me so many times, but it, I could only happen to me because I put in all that all that extra time and all that extra effort. Maybe there's also some supernatural things going on, but all that extra effort and stuff. And yeah, maybe the universe is conspiring in some sort of metaphysical aspects. But then somehow that that flow arrangement occurs, and then I come up with this epiphany, amazing answer. Everyone's like, "Whoa!" But they think like this guy is special. But it was just all that extra, you know. Like Einstein said, he said he's not smart in anybody. He just put in more time in the question. So in the same thing with like the sports player. So he put in more time in the question. And then is that the flow though, or is that just you know is the flow just the, the just the rearrangement of the the synergies of the of the different components coming together in a new arrangement that exceeds. What what you could have imagined, or is that the flow like all the synchronistic synchronistic things coming together and then you get into that opportune moment and then it happens, you have the answer. And it's something that's really miraculous. Any thoughts? Maybe it's all the flow. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you raise good questions. Any other thoughts on that? But, but yeah, but, but you see, what I'm saying though is it's different than thinking though because yeah, you had to put in is, – is an idea that you put in all those thoughts. You put in all the thinking. You, you did all the studying. You did all the research. That's all thinking, right? Yeah. Or also contemplating, but, but you're, you're going through all that. And then, and then it comes to that, that miraculous, unexpected synchronicity, une, unex, the, 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 the expected surprise. And then you're in that moment in the game where, where you do it just right because you just happen to be you know you did all that extra work and then it happened just right or then you're just in that you're in that meeting you're you're in your classroom and then the teacher asks a question and you just happen to come up with the synergistic you know idea any thoughts on that is that the flow or, or what or yeah yeah I suspect so ah oh, shit yeah. I mean, like for for instance, like with me, you know, I, I could I, I had to look at those old videos and that that you know reawakened me to these new realizations. Now I can get in the flow, but it was only by listening to those old videos from 2013 and reading those books from 2010 that I that I re-remembered things that brought more synergy into my mentality. And it makes me think, like, damn, I wish that I didn't, you know, I didn't have those 
those uh those wraps thrown away. You know, all those uh well those wraps and then also like you know I had all those cassettes that I had that I said wraps into. Um, I think that mom, mom I think that mom threw them away and stuff. But like you know I I guess I could get synergy with wraps from that. I can't really get it, the ideas from that, but I could have got more synergy from wraps if I do happen to get back into basketball and rap. But that's not that as important. Like I'm just happy that I had this stuff from 2013. In those videos, that, that that could reawaken me to these ideas. Any thoughts of that? No. But you know what no. I mean. I think that that, that that that's pretty profound, huh? That that, that the stuff from twenty ten could have awakened me. The stuff from my past awakened me to things I forgot. Like for instance, I'm just I'm just gonna say like, you know, the idea that everybody's an individual, that there's individuals and it's not just black and white, but there's individuals and. And all that, like that, that's that's stuff that I was remembering, or and, you know, the social construction idea. You know, these ideas from writings I wrote from 2010 reawakening me to these insights that I had before. But it's almost like miraculous that I that I that I preserved them, and and they they helped me. Any thoughts of that? Well, it's it's like in, in artwork, you know, artwork is just calling it. It, 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 it's constantly inviting us to be uh, revisited, the reality to be revisited. So the old things were just uh, inviting you to revisit what you were aware of at that time. Yeah, well, I have a lot of I have a lot of raps that I that I recorded, like you know, there's little voice memos just just saying rhymes into my tape recorder. I have a lot of them. They were thrown away and stuff, and a lot of them I don't know what happened to them. It's just because, I, you know, the thing is I had so much stuff. You know what I mean, Grandpa? You know, any thoughts? No. But 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 the thing is, like, that's not that important. But, yeah, it would be nice. I, I'd like to see uh, if I have more stuff. Hopefully I could. But I, I still have stuff, like, you know, on, on uh, some computers and stuff. I still have it right here, a lot of my voice memos from before. But probably, you know, a ton of them are lost, like maybe thousands. But it's not that important. If I do get back into basketball and rap, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, I could just make new rhymes. You know what I mean? You don't, right. I, I, I don't have to, I, revisiting them, you can get more synergy, yeah, maybe, but at the same time, it's not that important, you know what I mean, any thoughts on that? No, no, I think that you're right. Um, but like, you know, apparently like Slim Shady, Slim Shady apparently just, just wrote rhyme after rhyme after rhyme, and that's, that's the same thing with me, I was constantly rhyming all day long, uh, but in tape recorder, but he would just, thousands, of, and then, then that creates a synergy that he can produce a, a fabulous you know, in the moment of, of the realization of the inspir inspirational activity, he can produce, a you know, some something that's special. Any thoughts on that? No. So I was, I was listening to this, this guy, Martin Seligman, and he was talking about uh, that he, he was trying to create a future-oriented psychology instead of a, a present-oriented psychology. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm not familiar with that. I, I I don't know what that would look like. So so he was saying that like you know the Buddha says you know be in the moment, you know be in the present. And and the idea with that is, and he was saying that he didn't like that idea, like being in the present. He was like, so what? So Martin Seligman was he, he tried to create a future oriented psychology that he, th he thinks is more appropriate and actually you know more healthy. And and, and what do you think about that? Well, is he, t is he talking about living in the possibility, living in the potential? But when See, that, that, that may not be the future. See, uh, 
it may be maybe what he's talking about is living in that anticipated surprise domain anticipating surprise domain I don't know what he's referring to but yeah well Okay, See, if you're living if you're living in the present, then then your your, your attention is cap captured. But when you're living in the anticipated surprise, um, you, you you're not paying attention to some um, ambition, some goal, some some yeah, some goal that you're trying to reach. But you're living in that empty space of possibility. Potentiality that you're potentiating your life. It, it can raise your level of aliveness, huh? To to like you know to. Like, like when you're playing basketball. Well, how would that look if you're playing basketball? To be living in the future. Well, see if you're living in the present, then then you're paying attention to your nervousness or or the whatever your emotions and feelings are in that, but. If you're not paying attention to any of that, you're and you're living in the in the anticipated accidents that you're uh, anticipating, anticipating being in the flow. Maybe that's what he's talking about. So. But this is different from goal-oriented, huh? Right. But do you think that that's what he was talking about? Living a future-oriented, goal-oriented? Do you think that that's what he was probably talking about? Well, I don't know. So what would a yeah. goal, do you think that that could be effective to have a goal-oriented psychology? Well, yeah, see, that's, see there, there's one model that's, that's primarily goal-oriented. It's a... Uh, Uh, it doesn't come to mind right away, but it's a goal-oriented psychology where you focus on goals. That's what guides your life. I, I know, yeah. And it doesn't? No, I forget which one that is. So, so what do you think about that one, though? Well, again, that's... That's... That's occupying your attention, and you're not open to the possibility of the flow. But it can't. Can it, what if it's? It, what if it's? Uh, yeah, was it? It can raise your level of aliveness. Yeah. If you say, "I'm going to," um, my goal is twelve assists in this game. My goal is fifteen rebounds. My goal is ten out of ten free throws. See, that can raise your level of aliveness. Yeah. But then, yeah, but then you're still focusing. And when you're in the flow, like when I was playing basketball younger, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, make these 10 free throws. I'm just in the moment, like not even the moment. I'm just outside of myself in the divine realm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, what about a... Uh, Okay, so so he's talking about uh, okay, but what about the idea of commitment though? A commitment base, like 
okay, so so my goal is to play on this basketball team, play at Compton College or whatever, and but but that would be commitment psychology, right? Instead of goal, like okay, and, I, and I'm gonna continue. Like with me, you know, my my goal or or, or okay, like what would that be? Any thoughts on that? Well, commitment is I'm I'm going to commit to Compton College. Yeah. This is where I'm going to um, put in my time and effort. And then you could have some goals as a part of that commitment. But the commitment is is is, is a much broader um, focus. So commitment is broader than just a goal. How so? Right. Right. How so? Can, can you articulate that? Well, that? yeah, it's hard to... It, it's more mode of being. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, what, what about like a ritual though? Like a ritual based psychology. Like, is is that goal? Like, okay, you have to do these rituals every day and at these times and stuff. And it, that's not necessarily goal oriented. That's more of a, a what? It doesn't. Yeah. So okay. So there, there's a goal oriented. Whereas you would say that the best would be a quality of being oriented psychology, a quality of participation, right. a quality of, let's see. Right. And, and how would that look? Okay. I'm, I'm, so that means that you have to be committed to going all out in whatever you do as it comes to you as a, you know, yeah. Okay. I'm going all out with the, with the quadrant stuff, going all out with the basketball as it comes to me and stuff like not necessarily goals, but just, you know, or, or just, you know, I guess, I guess also like not self-confirmatory orientation, but right. a, a a self transcending orientation of, of synergy and leverage and uh and and, ex, and 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 evolving transformation orientation or what? Yeah, so you 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 make a commitment to that kind of transformation, that kind of uh, emerging um, mode of being. And can you explain how that would look? Like, can you give any examples? Like, okay, well, with, with basketball or like, you know, when I was younger, was that what way I was when I was younger or like, you know? Yeah, yeah. How so? Well, you were just, you were committed to being fully present on the court. Yeah. I can't wait to let it all hang out. So, so what about like, Okay, yeah, so, so goal oriented would be the same thing as like the intention where people have like, okay, they're visualizing, okay, I visualize I'm going to make a billion dollars this year. That's goal oriented, right? Right. And they're having those visualizations. See, that's, see, that's what happened to Anne Rand. See, on the one hand, she was committed to going all out, full out, no holds barred, but then she, she got, got distracted by the results of that kind of mode of being, so she focused on getting the results of that kind of mode of being. Yeah, it doesn't? No. So, so what's wrong with getting the results, the, the results idea? Well, see, then, then you always have to be looking back to see if you see how well you're doing. You're not looking at the quality of participation, you're looking at the quantity of your results. Yes, yeah. So, so like Feynman or like when I'm playing basketball when I'm younger, I'm not looking back at it. I'm just con continually, you know, just just ex expounding my skills. All right, exactly. 
and like in like Feynman, he's just continually, okay, I did it, but I'm still, I still want the truth. Maybe that's a quality of presence. Truth orientation consciousness. I just want the truth. Yeah. But is that is that a goal, the truth, or, or is that just is that a quality of presence? Well, yeah, it's a quality of awareness. Quality of I want to be a, I want to be free of ignorance. I want to be free of blindness. So, so they say that different personalities have different orientations. So, like they, they would say that uh, NTs are more inclined toward. If you ask them questions, what what do you think is a purpose of life? They'll say like seeking the truth. They'll be more inclined to say that. Whereas an SJ says more is more often inclined to say, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I want to be a good member of my family or, you know, uh, comfort and uh, and uh, being a, a good member of society or something. You know, what do you think about that? Well, those are all personality styles. And again, you celebrate them and you don't settle for them. But but would you say that the that the truth orientation and T orientation is more expansive or more let or, or more uh, less less uh, limiting or less, less yeah less of a temptation to to settle. But can you settle for a truth orientation or no? Well. If- if you think you can find the truth. <laughs> and yet, doesn't it? No. Because it then, then that becomes a, a belief. Yeah. So, okay, so, so we're talking about these commitments. Okay, commitments are important, but commitments are a part of the quality of presence, right? Quality of being? or Right. Um, what about, like, just, just the idea of language and in, in, in thought? Are, are these really essential for synergy and stuff? Yeah, they, they also limit reality. You you create, you know, language reduces reality to objects that you're describing, and and you're so you're reducing the 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 oneness of things. But at the same time, is this a part of the synergy? And, and the, it's necessary to navigate and negotiate within the idea of interpersonal se- separate objects, or I'm going to say inter inter object inter objective reality. But that's an illusion, though, right? Yeah. Hey, um, I'm going to need to go here. My program is going to be coming on pretty soon, so. But, 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 okay, just, just quick, okay, but quick question, though, just, just one more, but so, so the language, is, is that, language and thought, you know, they say it's electrical potentials in the brain and stuff, is, is language related to energy, is language, what, what is this thought, what is this language, and is it, multiplying is it synergy multiplying obviously it also can probably be limiting but i mean is it just paradoxically both like everything or what any thoughts there yeah i'll have to ponder that one um but and then just just one more thing with the with the like the the card playing like the the poker and stuff so that's yeah. that's intellectual, and that would be better than blackjack, which is more just emotional, right? It's it's luck and more emotionally oriented. Whereas a blackjack might be more intellectual, and it might you know the strategies and even being duplicitous that you ha- you have to be able to kind of break. You can't. You obviously have to be kind of in the present. Your your mind has to be kind of clear. You have to be focused. That's taking yeah. you out of your ego body a little bit, and also the intellectual aspect. Isn't that also 
uh, heightening your your synergy and everything, or what? Oh yeah, yeah, keeping alive your your level of aliveness and awareness. Yes. Can you think of any game that that would be you know higher than po- po- uh, poker in that means? Um, chess, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you would say that chess is probably a good game for intellectual. How how is chess beneficial? It can it can that be related to the flow? Any thoughts, Grandpa? Yeah, well, see, you have to be very aware, very comprehensive in what's occurring and what the possibilities are, and, and what the implications are of your moves and the other person's moves. If it's just too involved, I never got interested myself. I didn't want to spend all of that time. Well, you have to spend all the time, but but do you think that maybe the best benefit of any of those practices is just the idea that it lets you realize that to be the best, you have to put in all the time, and you have to put yeah. it, and and then yeah. and you because that that's what happens is they do it so much that they start seeing the patterns, but you have to do like thousands of hours and stuff, and then but that's that that might be the ultimate benefit of it is the realization that things come from from the synergy of working you know to to that extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got it. And then that can, you know, then then when you go into other areas of your life, you 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 can carry that over. Yeah. You know, like like when I was studying geometry when I was younger, and I and I just and I didn't understand it at first, but I read the book over and over again until it finally hit me, and I was like, oh, now I get it. But everybody else didn't get it because they didn't spend all that you know the hundreds of hours that I did in the silent study. Yeah. Yeah. But any, any other thoughts there? Okay. No. Uh, all right. Time to go. All right. I'll, I'll give you a call sometime tomorrow. I don't know what. I have to take my my uh, car in for service. I don't know whether I have to wait for it or what. So. All right. Yeah. Did, we'll see. Ho- hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, stay. You know, stay. Stay. Uh. Oh, vi- yeah. Vigilant. Okay. I think about.